0: I sometimes scream out, no, when really, I mean, yes, 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 and this is why we have the safe word, until we hear
1: the safe word, we will not stop,
0: she's not a Christian, no, safe word, safe word, with Jason Rouse. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Hey, this is uh, Jason Rousen. Welcome to the Safe Word Podcast. Uh, I'm here on a uh, Wednesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday afternoon here in uh, Toronto, uh, Canada, uh, with my good friend uh, Sam Easton. How are you doing, Sam?
1: I'm doing good. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, it's, it's great to have you. You're had. Thank You've you. You've been had, asshole. <laughs> you got
1: it. Finally.
0: How do you like the dog?
1: I like the dog. She seems, uh, she
0: seems kind. Yeah, but she came at you hard and heavy right out of the gate. Now she's been rubbing her arm. Like, have you had any, uh, like, peanut butter? I have. <laughs> have you really? Yeah. Oh, my God. This thing <laughs> loves peanut butter off of anything. It's all natural, though. Oh, is that when you put your legs behind your head? I stopped doing that. <laughs> so so let's go back. Uh, 2000?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, at least, or, or 99, because um, there was that one-week summer camp in 99.
0: Was it 99?
1: Yeah, it was in the summer That's before. Right.
0: Like June or July of 99. Yeah. We, uh, we went to a comedy writing program at Humber. Yeah. And I wanted to learn how to write television, and you wanted to practice your mime. <laughs> yeah, my clown, <laughs> you're a clown. Yeah, which is not. We did clown. We did do clown. We did do clown. Yeah. And a lot of the teachers
1: uh, didn't like us. No, <laughs> no, no. And when they, these were famous teachers, yeah, uh, Dean Gilmore is a famous. He was wasn't he our mask teacher?
0: Yes. He yeah. Was a we got Lecoq. Teacher. Yeah. We studied Lecoq. We
1: studied Lecoq. And Dean Dean got so sick and fed up with us. Remember, he wouldn't teach us anymore, and he brought us into the gymnasium.
0: Yeah, to play like the ball and game idiot you, where games,
1: you, where, you, where you where you tag the person with the ball, and run away, and the first person he Dean explained the game, and then. Matt O'Brien picked up the ball, took three steps, and threw it right in Dean's face. (laughs) And Dean walked right out. That's that's right, I forgot about that. And we never saw Dean again. That was it, he got hit in the face with (laughs) a ball. And and we never saw him again, and he didn't finish teaching us the last two classes.
0: Yeah, that was the last straw. He, He tried to direct our energy into some structure by having us play a a primary game. Yeah. And what happened? (laughs) Fuck you. We don't give a shit about your fucking mime exercises. You just took a ball to the face. Yeah. And just He was a good teacher. He's a brilliant guy. He's a brilliant guy. He was a brilliant guy. And listen, a lot of us came in hot and heavy into that program. There was a lot of nervous energy and a lot of... uh, a misguided anger and uh, yeah. an excitement all at the same time. So sometimes you get hit with a ball. Yeah. Sometimes you get a pen up the asshole too. <laughs>
1: that was, that was the highlight. That was the highlight of the year long program. Right. <laughs> we were, we were in that year long program. The, the first. first, the first. Yeah. That was the highlight. It, it, to explain it more for, for your for audiences, that whenever a teacher was so fed up with us and would yell at us for us to, to, to start, or if we were late, or, or if we were talking, or if we were doing anything, whenever they would, a teacher would raise their voice and try to get our attention, Jason would drop his pants and do naked push-ups.
0: Yeah, i do naked, bare-ass push-ups.
1: Yeah, and they were a to break
0: To break the stress of the room.
1: They were a hit. We, loved them. A hit. <laughs> we loved them. They were a hit. We loved them. Yeah, we loved them so much. Um, you know, they we got laughs. Uh, the teacher got the teacher would have to take a deep breath and go for a walk. Generally,
0: yeah, because there's no approach to that. You can't. We're in comedy,
1: idiot school. Yeah, and I'm being an idiot, which is you should be rewarded. Thank you. Yeah, but you thank but, you, but you weren't. But we would laugh. So, so you probably did that. You know, thirty, forty times, right? Forty every, every, to forty hundred times, 40 yeah, 40 yeah, hundred, yeah. Every time a teacher was trying to get our attention. Yeah. And then the very final show we performed, uh I remember Alan Gutman, we were about 10, 15 minutes late, we were talking and he yelled to get our attention. And so you dropped your pants and started doing naked push ups <laughs> and Jamie Dressler's <laughs> eyes lit up like he'd been waiting for this yeah. all of his life.
0: It was very uh uh Sylvester and tweety kind of
1: yeah, and I believe I thought it was just like a bic pen. Like but do you, it was in your ass. Do you know what it was? I, I it was think a, it was
0: like a standard bic. classroom yeah. pen, yeah, yeah, a bic pen.
1: And so he lit up and he ran up to you and I guess he put He did an overhand yeah. oh, he stab. Put, and he put a left hand on your cheek just to have leverage.
0: Yeah, to move the cheek apart. My <laughs> asshole. He exposed me.
1: Yeah, and then he stabbed you in the ass with a pen.
0: He stabbed me in the asshole with a pen and everyone Went from laughter to screams.
1: It was it because was, they
0: knew that pen was gonna come out.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it was it was the funniest moment of the entire year for me. I mean, we were that was I was rolling around. I couldn't even like for days <laughs> later I would just start laughing about it. There was no funnier moment. That was the highlight right there of the whole year.
0: Yeah, it was uh we, we laughed so hard. Yeah. There was uh, maybe about a half a dozen of us that kind of congregated together pretty regularly and uh, we were just uh Really excited. And keep in mind, this is ages, like, what, 19 to 50? Yeah. Was the program?
1: Yeah.
0: 60 students, 30?
1: 20 students. 20? 20, really 20. in each class? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you weren't even in my group most of the That's time. That's right. They did yeah. try
0: and separate us. Yeah, yeah. They observed us over the first week, and they're like, these animals can't be together. But
1: there was, like, I, was, I wasn't getting enough out of the program, and I got more, because I was... A, Amateur comic, you know, uh, barely had two minutes of comedy. I got more just following you to your gigs. Yeah. Because you were already headlining. You were already, you know, you were developed. And so we would go to your gigs. And you would also host Amateur Nights in Hamilton or mm-hmm. Barry or Ajax. And we'd get the group together and get on the old go train. Yeah, that's right. Out there. But that got, I, and I've said that to lots of people who asked me about the program, that I got more just following you and going to your shows. And, oh. then, and you would let us do five minutes sometimes. Yes. And we would do poorly. Uh, but you yeah. always, you never made us feel bad for it because we were just learning how to do it and totally. I've told everybody that that I got more. That was the most I got out of the program was just following you in real comedy shows and real audiences and. Mm-hmm.
0: And we've had some cool people like Cliff Neeseroff, yeah, yourself, me. There's like a, a Deborah G. Giovanni, a few people that went on to do cool shit, yeah. You know, Ah uh, Yannis Papas in New York, um, but yeah. So we did this whole year whole year i got a scholarship and then they tried to kick me out <laughs> yeah right yeah. and then we go and we do the final show in new york and yeah. everyone's having a little clarity and wow okay this is over this is what happened and then there was some shit flying around in that bar remember when people were going up to the mic I, in that nightclub
1: i i remember a couple, i i know i i from that new york trip. i remember when you and i went to hogs and heifers Oh, that's right. And that that was uh and you weren't you weren't drinking. At that's all. right. You they made doing... fun of
0: me cuz I ordered water. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, you ordered water. Yeah, I was sober. <laughs> yeah. And then I didn't be sober and now I'm back not drinking. <laughs> yeah. It's been like 8 months now. 7 8, eight months no booze.
1: Wow. Wow. <laughs> that's impressive. <laughs> I'm at, I'm at like 7 or 8 months of no weed. No weed. Yeah, stop smoking weed. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Why? Not? What, were you smoking too much weed? No, uh, no. I, I smoked every day, you know, my most of my life. But uh, it turns out that my sperm is a little moody. Yeah. And uh, I used
0: to tell you that all the time. <laughs> I'm like, I can feel it on my back, and they're not. They're very restless.
1: Yeah. And so my girl and I were trying to start a family, and it's just not happening. Well. So the doctor told me to get off the weed.
0: Yeah, you got to kind of wring out the sponge yeah. and uh, give your body a half a chance.
1: I don't know what not drinking is done for you, but not smoking weed for me... Um, You're crying now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to tell me. It's made me uh, uh, boring and annoying. Yeah, try
0: not drinking after 15 years.
1: Yeah. I don't even know how to even interact with you. Ever try and have sober sex? Yeah. Ew. I mean, all my sex oh, that's right. Pre-misoics. You have someone
0: in your life who really loves you.
1: And we're trying to start a family. I guess when you're drunk, your sperm just shoots off in all directions. Yeah,
0: dude, you open up between your toes. Like, I don't remember having webbed feet.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Do you ever slip in your own kids? Because uh, you're having a drunk fuck. And I'd, when you throw the condom, it insides out and runs down a door frame or something. You know,
1: not yet, but I don't have any kids yet.
0: Oh. So yeah.
1: that's in the future.
0: That's well, down the road. if I didn't have my abortion 10 years ago. I would happily hand over my baby to you.
1: That's beautiful.
0: But, uh, you know, you don't want a kid with a seven-inch forehead and, you know, knuckles dragging, because yeah. that's what I would have made.
1: You know, a kid's a kid. You
0: know? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Until you're out in public and people are throwing rocks at it.
1: Oh, it makes you feel better about yourself.
0: You, know? <laughs> you want a, a haggard kid. Is there a particular gender that you're shooting for? Yeah, Uh Filipina. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't really have a choice in that
1: matter. No, no, uh, no. I don't care. I don't but you care pulled but
0: a Jim Carrey, and you uh, you married a uh, a comedy club waitress.
1: Yes, I did. She's worked her way up to manager.
0: Oh, she's managing. Yeah.
1: At the Toronto Club, yeah, the Toronto Club now. But she was when we went, we moved back to Vancouver. She was managing the Vancouver. Started uh, as a server there for six months, and then became. She's American. the
0: one who's been blocking my emails.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> she's excited to have you in the club, man. Yeah,
0: yeah. We're, yeah. We're, it, uh, by the way, I'm doing Yuck yucks in Toronto this weekend, yeah. and
1: you're on. Uh, I get to host for you on Saturday, Saturday night.
0: night. Yeah, man. that's the show. That's a big two show. shows. Two shows. Yeah. Two shows. Eight and ten. Eight Is and ten thirty. And uh, it's going to be insane. I'm very excited. Yeah. Plus, it's during the Toronto Film Festival. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get some spillover from people who are just sick of watching f- sub movies with subtitles and yeah. where the girl ends up eating a turd at gunpoint at the end of the film.
1: Sure. Silent film.
0: Is it silent? Yeah, that I always cry through it. So <laughs> it's, I'm the only one really hunched over in the theater. Yeah. You've done some movies.
1: I have done some movies. I... I have not. No, I've seen you in the movie. Remember? you? Like, I've seen you in the movie, man. Remember a uh, Soul Food? Is that what you're going for <laughs> no, when I got raped? No, yes. It was co- go, go lay down, Patches. Patches. Knows she, rape is a trigger word.
0: <laughs> um. The dog's tail flapped over his asshole immediately. <laughs> slam shot. I've never heard a dog's asshole slam shot. I hope the dog runs between my legs and rips all this audio equipment right <laughs> off. We could do a whole weekend at Bernie's here.
1: Yeah, the, the movie was like a... It was what was the? It was like a S and M.
0: Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. I did do a, a independent <laughs> film early two thousand. Yeah, there's probably something on the internet. I did a, a f- film called Whipping Boy. Yeah, where I played a uh, uh, a very submissive uh, weather mime. Who gets involved with a nun who turns out to be a dominatrix, and we have this relationship? It never got finished. I don't think
1: it must I mean, we watched it. there's clip. There was stuff that okay. was
0: shot, but that was ages ago. And then there was a second attempt at finishing it, and it never really came to light. but Yeah, I did do a little fucked up movie. I hung on a hook in a dungeon for eight hours. Yeah. Well, this girl put out cigarette butts on my face and peed on me.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, I know. And you wanted to go to Wonderland that week. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it was really weird. It was the first time I'd ever kind of been submersed in this full-on BDSM kind of lifestyle where I was in a a very prominent and well-known dom in Toronto named Madame X. And uh, I got to spend, like, a week in her dungeon, and it was no joke. Like, yeah. it's not like a dabbling thing. There was cages on hooks that guys would fly in from all over the people of the world just live in this cage, hanging from a hook. All these different kind of scenarios. A desk, like a teacher's desk. Um, There was a drain in the middle of the floor for all the blood. Oh, Jesus. No, I made that part up. <laughs> 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 oh, no, you had me. You ever seen the movie Saw? Think of that with a cum shot at the end. Oh, no. (laughs) So, so, yeah, I did do, but you did a a
1: real film. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I did. I got to be in a a few movies. Um, Most of them were unwatchable. Um, Final Destination 3 was the most fun that I had. Didn't you lose your head? Yeah, I died in a drive-through and chops the back of my head off. Uh, implausible situation, but the, basically there's a car accident and I'm in a convertible and the engine fan, like engine blade of a truck, pops out of the truck and the engine blade chops off the back of my head.
0: Like the the, the here? Yeah.
1: The, oh, that thing? Yeah, yeah.
0: And it hits you from behind. I know yeah. I've seen it, but it, it's been...
1: It, well, wow, it's been a while, yeah. It, we, we, it came out in 06.
0: 06. Okay, yeah, yeah so...
1: Yeah, 10 years. 10 years ago. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I looked at you like, Blink, Blink, help me here. I've had a stroke. Yeah.
0: We're in, uh, yeah, we're not getting any younger. How old are you now? I'm 36. 36. Yeah. I'm 79.
1: Wow. Wow. Minolis
0: is 158. Oh, man. Yeah. And he's still
1: lifeguards. He's
0: still lifeguards. He just got his big wheel out of the shop.
1: Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's
0: great. So, that's great. you, you, uh, we finished college in 2000. Yeah. And then, um, I think I kind of hung around in the country for a couple of years, two thousand three, and then started going to England. And I think you'd moved to Vancouver. I remember moved to that Vancouver? Two thousand four? Uh, no, two thousand one. Two thousand one. Yeah. Oh, you were gone. You're like yeah.
1: I was. I was just. I was having trouble. Uh, like I was like split middling, and I was having. Tr- it's was not.
0: There's not the comedy community that's in place that there is now yeah. in Toronto. Yeah. Like even in Vancouver, like there was. Fuck, you know, the couple of clubs and a makeshift comedy night, maybe one in the city. Now there's a whole grid of.
1: Oh, yeah, there's lots of work now. But the thing in Toronto was I was only auditioning for commercials and I wanted to do film and TV, and Vancouver, I thought, would give me that chance. Because I booked a bunch of commercials and I, I just, I didn't, it just wasn't what I wanted to be doing. Yeah. So no, I went to Vancouver. It's nice to
0: have those checks to keep you going. Yeah. You know, if you can moderate, maybe get a really nice commercial, well, The Dream, you know, get that nice commercial to carry you financially enough that you can go and go and potentially make no money and yes. on a gig and not have that financial baggage going to the shows. But yeah. when you're broke and doing comedy in Canada, it is, you know.
1: Depression. Though. And every...
0: Wh- there's, you know, let's say what, 500 stand-ups in this in the country?
1: Yeah, pros.
0: Maybe about 500 pro comics in the country. Um. <laughs> 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 okay. 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 Oh.
1: <laughs> That's, That's better right? You, I feel, you better. feel comfortable now? I feel much more comfortable <laughs> you feel, I feel much better
0: That's a weird noise for a dog's anus to make
1: uh, You know, it's moist <laughs> So what were we talking about? 500 comics 500 Yeah, comics, so yeah.
0: 500 And what, 50 make a living?
1: I think it's getting a little... Uh, bigger now because there's more avenues of making money. Um, you U- know, uh, people, YouTube and... You, well, YouTube, more, but also with, with our albums being played in Canada. And oh, in yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of comics who their whole living is just from checks coming from their albums. They don't even do live comedy, pretty much, except uh, yeah. to create more material.
0: Content for online.
1: Yeah. So there's just more avenues. And there's more, <clears throat> especially with our dollar at 75 cents, there's so much more films and tv and commercials being shot yeah there.
0: that's the that's the upside of our dollar being so shit is yeah. a lot of the american work will flood into yeah. vancouver and toronto
1: so i think but mainly i think the biggest difference now from now and t- 10 years ago is that <laughs> the biggest difference now is that people are getting these checks these quarterly checks you know, for their albums. Yeah,
0: I, I, I've been getting them.
1: Yeah, the XM radio. Text. I get a
0: dollar every year <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> and and I have no handwritten letter that says stay away from my family.
1: Well, that's, that's, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's coming from XM radio, but um, yeah, yeah, I, you know, the thing about stand you need other sources of income. If it's solely live stand-up performing, it's a struggle.
0: Yeah, you know? it's very difficult, I, that's why I think this country produces top quality international talent, you know. Yeah, um what are some of your uh you know favorite places to play and worst cuz you know from living out west that some of these towns you go to to do comedy they don't really want you there.
1: Yeah. Well there there's a lot of the and that's changing but you know over a lot cuz I started the
0: internet is because there's the kids are watching stuff building a rapport with their favorite artists and then when they come they've already got a backstory on who this is. Yeah. So it kind of cuts out a lot of the bullshit. You get boneheads that go there everywhere, week. Oh, I'm going to fuck with the comic, you know, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But then there's some people going, oh, we've been waiting for you to come here for like two years. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, did you, uh, did you do this? And, oh, we remember this and telling you about your own life. When
1: I, when I started touring out West... It's in called like, stalking. In, <laughs> when I started touring out West in like 2002 to, you know, maybe to 2004 a lot of these bars would hire comedy just because it was cheaper than a band. And they didn't give a fuck about the show. Yeah, because people body. were
0: selling it cheaper. Yeah, it's like, look, we can just put a microphone in here. You just, you know, you'll make some money off the bar. It was, it was a very kind of a, um, half-heartedly committed event.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's that's been that's been changing. Um, but uh, you know, starting out in Vancouver, Vancouver was they were tough for audiences. I find Vancouver a tougher audiences than Ugh. any place in the country.
0: Yeah, They're, uptight. Oh, yeah. But you know live from living in Los Angeles, the same thing, too. L.A. audiences are uptight. I don't know when was the last time you performed in L.A., but I'm finding the Vancouver, that whole coast, Yeah, it can be a little uppity. I think they have things too good because of the weather. Yeah. They don't have any kind of uh, rebirth at all in the spring. So it's just consistently upbeat, and it's like, why are you coming to the party and calling my mother a cunt? Well, maybe she is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 they get offended very easily, and they, they, you know, they're better than you, you know, they're sitting there judging you, and, yeah. and they're not there to enjoy comedy. They, you
0: know, no, they're looking at it as some sort of moral graph. That's mm-hmm. why I start off really hot and heavy, <laughs> and really yeah. let them know right out of the gate that they've all made a bad decision and that the doors are locked.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So starting out in Vancouver, it made touring every, as soon as I got on the road I was doing better than I'd been doing at home mm-hmm. so I like instantly yeah
0: left. isn't that refreshing like yeah. when you drive an hour outside of the city that you've been honing your craft in you're getting standing ovations and <laughs> stuff that got moderate <laughs> clapping oh, yeah. and you're like Where the? I've been fucking dying out here <laughs> yeah. you guys are killing yeah. my spirit and now these assholes want to make me marry, yeah mayor married <laughs> married <laughs> married <laughs> the yeah. assholes want to make me married hillbilly married
1: yeah yeah, but I mean like um I I started losing um the high of touring on the road. That was that was something that happened to me. Yeah, it's like, called
0: getting older and going, yeah. you know what? What the fuck am I doing here in Saskatoon again?
1: Yeah, and I at was, gunpoint. Yeah. And started losing the high and that so for me I started gambling heavy cuz I was getting a high off of that. And so I instead of going down to a Tuesday night open mic I would put heavy money on some game and, yeah. and, sit and have out. sex
0: with a hooker with a condom because that's what I call gambling. That's real, real life gambling. Real gambling. Yeah, yeah. In Haiti. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but so I started doing that because, because that, I mean, part of the reason why we all got into it was because the high we got from being on stage was so incredible. Yeah. And uh, when that started going away, like, even, like, it's hard for me sometimes to go out on these open mic nights. Like, I have to push myself to go out on, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and, Work on my new material. It's it's because you just, want to do
0: online poker instead. It's
1: not online poker. I bet on sports. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I, 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 I'm on, not the one with the problem. Online poker is the worst because it takes fuck hours and hours and hours.
0: It just absorbs you of your whole life. Yeah, betting on
1: sports. I'm just making up words.
0: I just said absorbs you. Absolves. Yeah, absorbs.
1: Okay, we can work with that.
0: Absolves. Absolves. Yeah, yeah have. Absolves. 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 absolves.
1: Yeah. Absolves. Absolves. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> I don't know, I think it, it's a battle. Um, like you stop drinking, I'm not smoking weed. You know, it's a uh, it's
0: fucking end of the world. by rough. It's, it's rough, a, If man. you said this out loud in the street, people would run, screaming, Sam doesn't <laughs> smoke weed anymore. Rouse,
1: quit the sauce.
0: <laughs> run.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's a battle. <laughs> it's a battle. It's a battle to find the highs. You know, because now. So like we I think met- a lot
0: of it's foresight and planning. I think if you schedule, like I'm insane with my scheduling and I have to know what I'm doing literally six to eight months at a time. Generally, I kind of work backwards from that and every hour of every day has to be spoken for or it's idle hands and okay. I'm off, you know, hurting a dog or something. Oh, that's, that's horrifying. It's <laughs> terrible. So...
1: I just need to be coming up with new stuff because one of the reasons why I came back to Toronto was that my material was just getting so stale and I wasn't coming up with enough new material and, and so I moved out back out here because I thought it would drive me a little bit being around more comics. The pace comics. is different here. Yeah.
0: The pace is definitely different here.
1: Yeah. It, yeah. And, and there's so much opportunity to get on stage. I mean, you can get on stage two, three times mm-hmm. a night, every night. Um, but that's been the biggest battle is is coming up with new stuff and going out to the shit rooms to, to run it and, yeah. and, and get it set.
0: To, you know, years ago, I would we even go to too many of these places for a long time, but after being in California and the limited amount of uh, stage time there, yeah. these, you know, Einsteins on a Sunday's looking pretty good.
1: Oh, yeah. You know. Well, also, uh, we would go to these open mics as a group back in the day. Yeah,
0: it was a little more communal.
1: Yeah, we have fun, and then we tag each other's stuff. And now it's me getting up, going alone.
0: It's so a grind.
1: Like, and you know, and I, and, and so now I've been doing it, you know, hard since '99. I don't know all the young comics that are in the game, so no. I'll go into these open mic rooms and know nobody. Yeah. So that that whole camaraderie, that whole fun, the whole you know, when we would go to rooms back in the day, we'd go to the shittiest rooms in the city, but we were doing it together, and we knew we were in the shittiest. We rooms brought the, the show. City and it was it was way more enjoyable. So it's a, it's a battle right now, you know. It's um, always a
0: battle. Yeah. It's always a battle. It's so tooth and nail just to get just some content and material that works well enough that you can generally and wholeheartedly love it and then kill it 12 months later. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So uh, you know, but what's uh we got some shows you're going to uh Make a baby. If you ever need a babysitter. Oh, perfect. I know a guy. Okay. He's done some time. Okay. (laughs) But he's really good with a tattoo gun, so.
1: Okay, nice.
0: Yeah, I'm not doing kids.
1: No? What about face tat? (laughs) I might do face tat. What do you think? That's
0: what happens when you're my age, when you you don't have a family of your own. You get face tattoos.
1: I like it. I was thinking. I was thinking. I have no tattoos on my body. I was thinking, a good starting place might be the face.
0: Oh yeah. Well, that's you're kind of missed the window on that because if you go down to Starbucks, the kids are started on their head down.
1: Yeah, I saw
0: that. It's so played out now. That's why I stopped getting tattooed below my elbows. Oh really? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, uh, a lot of I heard that. I I've even studied face tats. I heard that a lot of people get face tats to cover up. You know, the shame? Embarrassing marks. You know, like someone might have like like acne scars here, so they might put, put a few swastikas oh, right here to cover, a,
0: to cover acne scars. <laughs> Two swastikas on the temples. Yeah, and it also gets you a seat on the bus when you need it.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: absolutely. No more pesky job interviews. No more pesky job interviews. Yeah. No more public servant. no banking jobs, yeah. no nothing.
1: No one asks you for directions?
0: No. You'd have to buy your own country. Company or country?
1: <laughs> um, either. I know it's hard to buy a country these days. Really? Yeah.
0: I gotta talk to my accountant.
1: Do you have one? No. How do I.
0: I gotta get one. I gotta. I gotta figure some shit out. Yeah. But what do you got coming up next week?
1: Uh, next week I've got a road gig with Brian Hat. Oh, Brian Fire Hat. Yeah. Oh, Babsy. Babsy. Sweet baby Babs. Sweet baby Babs. <laughs> <not>. Hey, guys.
0: <laughs> I love Brian Hayden. Yeah, he's a sweetheart, man. He'll be hosting one of the nights.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's hosting this week for you.
0: Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, so uh, what do you want to do while you, <laughs> well, I'm in town? Um, you want to go through rocks like kids and shit?
1: You know, I, uh no. I uh, I don't want to throw rocks at kids.
0: You know what you do? You go, uh, you get a big thing of french fries and laxatives. Yeah. You go down to the beach and give the seagulls all oh, the french fries, okay. and then their assholes blow out. And it looks like Armageddon, but it's bird shit.
1: Oh, Picnics yeah. are ruined. Oh, yeah. We got to wait till there's a lot of people, because now the X is over, no one's down at the beach. Be making, making paintings of shit for nobody. Man. <laughs> you know, maybe God will look. Yeah, God's always looking. Do you believe in God? <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> do no, I? Do no, I? no, Did you go to the X? No.
1: Oh, I did actually because I went to a Lions game. I went to a Lions-Argos game.
0: It's a football game. Yeah, yeah. American football. Canadian, Canadian, Canadian. CFL. CFL,
1: yeah. You, know, you follow the CFL? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. I, I take a lot of heat for doing it. Uh, no one else seems to. But yeah. How are the Hamilton Tiger Cats doing? <laughs> Good. They have the best quarterback in the league. Oh yeah, is that Caleros? What color is he? White. Oh Christ!
0: Well, that's not going to last. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, the if if the American listeners, the only difference really of the CFL. Well, we, we we have three downs instead of four, but also we have a thing called a rouge. Is that? That's the
0: single point. Is that when you run up to the uh, field goal post and you hang a bra on it? <laughs>
1: no, no, oh. no. That's that's about the tamest image you've created. <laughs> the last so I was waiting for, for blood. But um, yeah, the rouge, the single point, and we play in a wider field, and a longer field. And uh, you know, I- the
0: Americans listening to this are going, "Fuck this guy!" <laughs> and you're, it's not even college, football to them.
1: Yeah, it's worse than college football to them. Yeah. 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 No, I get
0: it. <clears throat> not a lot you of get, fans left. You got a fleur de lis on your hat. Yeah. Is that a French Canadian? Um, Sports team? It was. It was Quebec Nordiques. Oh, it's a hockey team. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. So they do these reissue things. Yeah. For like people nostalgic about old hockey teams. Yeah. And who's your favorite stripper in
1: Montreal? Oh, good question. I'd have to see them. I'm only into, um, you know, older, older, <laughs> older, older, older brown men. Well,
0: we've been uh, we've been on the road together, right? Yeah. Where did we? Where was the last gig? Run of gigs that we did. Because I didn't know if you were pro or you were you had come to do some spots or what time frame it was, but I think we've done a weekend somewhere.
1: We did a lot of stuff when I was just split middling and you know just doing five minute guest spots. Because basically, I, when I left in two thousand one, you left shortly thereafter. Mm. Then I was in LA from like oh half halfway through o two to o six, came back to Vancouver, and all that time like you were in, over in OC Europe, yeah. Man. So
0: what um. Fuck, there was a question I was going to ask you. Oh, yeah, because sometimes people don't like to be on the road with me. It can be a little rambunctious. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I love it, man. It's never boring. Yeah, yeah. Some
0: people, you know, listen, my approach to boredom might not be complimentary to everybody involved. But when I get bored... Things start to fly around.
1: Yeah, you start taking dumps. Wow. I start.
0: Have I dumped in front of you?
1: Oh yeah. Remember the, our gag in New York was that you, whenever you would take a shit, you'd always leave the door open and you'd always go, "Help me, <laughs> please help me." Help, help. I would do nothing, right? So like when we were, I remember when we were in Caroline's. We were in Caroline's. We had a show there with the Humber Show that night. Oh, that's right. And there was nowhere to hide. So, uh, no, but I was in the green room just doing my thing. But you were taking a dump, screaming, help me. And I was paying no attention to it, just going about my stuff, playing on my books, you know, getting my share ready, whatever. But then the janitor heard someone yelling, help me, help me, and came running in to help you. Yeah. He was, uh, he was not too pleased. No. Nonplussed.
0: Man. Nonplussed? Yeah. Is that French? No. Do you speak French? No. No. I love strippers in Montreal.
1: Yeah. Well, there that's the real deal there. Yeah. I haven't even gone to a strip club of any kind in fucking, I don't know, five, six years.
0: I was just at one 10 minutes ago. I was at one while we were at this podcast. <laughs> okay.
1: I think, is that where you got the sound effect?
0: Yeah. Okay. That wasn't the dog licking its gums. It was me feeding some gums.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's glorious.
0: Ugh. What's your favorite strip club? my favorite strip club (sighs) probably that brothel in Slovenia where I hit the hooker at the end of her shift Uh oh man she's
1: tired of it she's tired tired. (laughs) I just
0: finger bang the dog's mouth but yeah that's what I uh, that's what I do I do comedy and I go to uh Super broken women.
1: Yeah, nothing wrong with that. My life's boring now, man. Why? Well, I just, like, I, you know, I'm in a well, relationship. We're settling in. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's boring. I think that's why I was gambling so much.
0: Looking for adventure. Yeah. Why do you call it Dirty Uncle Rouse up?
1: Well, you haven't been in town, man.
0: Okay, well, I might fly in for something like that. <laughs> okay, okay. If I can help you ruin your life and everything <laughs> that you work for, yeah. I might come in for
1: that. Okay, well, then I'll... Keep you on lock, man. What kind of?
0: What kind of? If I was gonna marry, because I've had some bad luck, bad luck. Okay. With the ladies. Okay. I think I might be real. I can't even say it. I can't even say it. All right, let's just let's just think in the air. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna choose a wife. How do? What kind of girl do you see me with? Subjectively, because you know I go with the girl, the hurt one. Yeah. The three legged dog. Licking its own asshole.
1: I've I've met some of your girlfriends over the years and they've all been very beautiful. Yes. Think maybe they're gotta, like
0: Russian eggs. They're all pretty, but they're empty inside.
1: Maybe you gotta go to the other side.
0: You want me to get a fat shake with a good personality? <laughs> what am I fucking blind? <laughs> okay. Let's try this again. Okay, okay, what okay. kind? What kind?
1: <laughs> okay. I I don't know you need well first off you need someone tough. Tough? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> what, <with> a longshoreman <laughs> with a cunt? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay okay all right okay tough and what like personality wise
1: yeah no who's just gonna give back so it just won't that take she's it. gonna
0: hit me back
1: <laughs> well i don't mean physically oh but i mean she'll give back you know like she's not not afraid
0: she'll fuck from the bottom
1: sure do you ever like have
0: somebody fuck you from the bottom
1: i'm confused what that would be
0: <laughs> <laughs> no like you're on top yeah on whatever it is yeah and it's fucking back up to you
1: I've never been fucked, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it comes down I, to that. I've gotten fucked a couple of times. Oh, no. so yeah.
0: Oh, where no. I was like, whoa, whoa. Oh, no. Who's driving this bus there, fucking Larry? Oh, no. So, oh, no. what, um, okay, so she's tough.
1: Yeah, so like, you know, like, a, maybe like a, I don't know, like, someone who's just able to, to fuck on your level you know
0: okay well i got the bang part down i just want to wake up in the morning and not want to scratch my own eyes out because my significant other is breathing
1: yeah she uh, she'll need a day job <laughs> <laughs> Okay, she's, so she's worked she's got to work independent independent work i need independent yeah
0: independent woman yeah what age are we talking here easy <laughs> easy
1: um i i would say uh 30 30 yeah Okay. Thirty-year-old women, you know, they they've gone through the, the the, you know, the.
0: Yeah, I'm even willing to do ten years younger than me, like 34.
1: Yeah, 30, 35 is good age group. They've gone through the bullshit and they know what they want.
0: Okay, so she's independent. Yeah. She's 35. Yeah. What uh What kind of career does she have?
1: Uh, she should probably be sort of in our field because you know because you, you
0: found to- your soulmate.
1: Yeah, you got
0: your lady. Like you're in. We're we're gonna do this. We're doing it to the full extent of you can in a relationship. Yeah, serious shit.
1: Well, she lets me be me, and so I can do what I want.
0: You're already a winner. I know many girls have tried to change me.
1: Yeah, that's it's ridiculous. She lets me be me completely, which is like gambling on horses, going to horse track, drinking too much, all that stuff. She understands. So I need
0: an understanding.
1: Yeah, someone's gonna let you be you, and likes that. It does. It doesn't like what you could be.
0: That's what you are. Yeah. An asshole.
1: Well, I don't think you're an asshole.
0: Sometimes I'm an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I get a little crazy. Yeah. Well, what sort of? I mean. I can get very um, self-involved. Yeah. So I mean, we all. I mean, that's. You know, that's uh, uh, emotionally unavailable. Um. Insensitive
1: yeah, that stuff was all really funny to me like those <laughs> things, you know I, I mean, but it's part of what kind of
0: drives the comedy definitely right. I'm married to this shit,
1: yeah, yeah, I mean no but being insensitive the the the, the wife would have to be the other woman, yeah,
0: until I couldn't I'd piss blood. But then I do the right thing and b- blow my head off with a shotgun.
1: Yeah, but it's too On early. our
0: anniversary. It's too early for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll wait. When I can't bend my knees anymore, yeah. I don't care if I got a shit bag hanging off me. I'll do a puppet show. I'll put googly eyes on it.
1: Sure. Nothing wrong with it.
0: Shit bag puppet? me. me bag show. Old shit bag.
1: Yeah, there's your nickname.
0: Shit bag the puppet.
1: Yeah. And you could finger paint when you were done? Yeah. Anybody want autographs? I just a little,
0: a little Hershey kiss on the end of their nose with my yeah. finger. I dip in my little paint. What do they call them?
1: Colostomy. No, no, <laughs> the paint,
0: the paint, uh, the board paint well. In- inkwell. Inkwell. My okay. inkwell. Yeah. Oh, this is my puppet, inkwell. Yeah.
1: You have a little feather. Hello, or...
0: gov none. It's just a shit bag with vegetable beef soup floating around it. Oh yeah. Mmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get squirmish. Squirmish? Squeamish. <laughs>
1: They both work. Squirmish? Yeah. squeamish, squirmish. You want someone to, right? If somebody, if I didn't, couldn't care less about it, it wouldn't be as fun to say it to. No,
0: I'd be throwing the ball through the window. Yeah. There's nothing to hit it to. Yeah. So she's independent.
1: She's independent. She probably... Uh, Not in entertainment. No. But if she did work on film sets, then she would be gone for like 12, 14 hour days. You need someone gone Yeah, along. she'd be giving head to everybody on set. If she's my wife...
0: <laughs> She'll be sucking everybody off. Well,
1: then she sounds like a keeper,
0: you know? No, I don't want her to blow
1: everybody. No? You want... It? Okay. Yeah, I don't want my girl to blow everybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah. off. No? no? No. You've changed, man.
0: No. You don't want her to blow everybody. I don't want her to blow everybody. Yeah.
1: Some guys are into that stuff, you know? Sharing.
0: What do they call it? Cockling? When you, some guy watches, another guy fucks his... Isn't that fuck cuckold? His... Cuckold? Cuckling? Cuckled? Cuckling.
1: I don't know. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I think that so you, you need. To, uh, I would
0: cry if someone fucked my wife in front of me. Unless I had a gun too.
1: Yeah. Or if you were 25, 30 years married to her and you didn't You're want to like, fuck You're like, I anymore. need a day off. Yeah. But I wouldn't watch. No, you I'd be, be able...
0: looking... I'd say, why don't you go to the spa? Which means go to Larry's house and get fucking hole drilled
1: Yeah, I've never been to that spa. Um, <laughs>
0: never been to Larry's Hole <laughs> Drillers. Larry's Hole <laughs> Drillers.
1: Remember all the. He runs jokes? a
0: landscaping company, but he'll fuck the shit out of you in his garage.
1: Remember all the jokes about the bathhouse there on Bathurst Street.
0: Yo, know, the Oakleaf. Oakleaf. Me yeah. and Dave Hudson took a picture in front of that because oh, really? we were laughing so hard. I go, "This is hilarious." It's closed now. Is it? I've never been in.
1: Yeah, I've never. Been but
0: there. I was driving past there with James Cunningham years ago, and he said, "Oh, my grandfather used to go there," and I said, "Oh, yeah." What a weird way to find out your grandfather's a big queer.
1: Yeah. Well, how else would you want to find out?
0: No, just some assholes driving him home in your car. That's the best way. Hey, by the way, your dead grandpa's gay. <laughs>
1: That's the best way to find out. I can think of so many worse ways to find out your grandfather's gay. A little knock on your door at night. Or
0: not even, just walk in. He's on all fours in a public bathroom. Yeah. Always singing the uh, Tim Horton song. <laughs>
1: We uh, our we had this horrible home here, uh, on Keel Street, and four comics lived there. And rent was cheap, and it was just fucking horrifying. Squirrels living in the roof, fighting and making. Who was news. in the house? Uh, Paul Meyerhog, Rob Pugh, and Brian Hat. Yeah. Myself. How many
0: years were you guys there? Three? Not long.
1: Fuck. It was all horrifying. It was a
0: ghetto house, or yeah,
1: yeah, and and Meyerhog was never there.
0: Because it was, was a dump.
1: Yeah, and he had the best room, but he was, he was disgusted that by hurt. the place. Yeah. And we always had a comic on the couch. You know, you yeah, know, yeah, It was the spider couch.
0: I've yeah. lived in... What do you mean a spider couch?
1: There were so many spiders in the couch, so anytime time a comic <laughs> would sleep, they would get eaten. <laughs> spider they'd, bites? They'd get bitten, and we would think it was the funniest It was week. probably
0: pubic lice from eating out those prostitutes.
1: Yeah, no, there were no women allowed in the house.
0: No, because they had class. <laughs> and the, the door handle was hot from the garbage in the sink.
1: <laughs> we would always we would always fill a con or I would always I shouldn't put this on I guess I would always fill fill condoms up with conditioner and leave him on Meyerhog's bed and then when he'd come in we'd, we'd tell him who fucked in his bed and he, he would walk right up to his room Johnny
0: Guardhouse was here
1: <laughs> but he'd literally walk up to his bed and then he'd walk right out the door we wouldn't see him for another four days and we would never tell like I, I've never to this day I've never told him that that was
0: a fake yeah he's in England now yeah. So, look what you did. You ran him out of the country. Well,
1: no, he actually lives in somewhere in Alberta. Him and another, Carrie Unger, bought a gym. A gym? Yeah. They own a or fucking,
0: a guy named Jim.
1: <laughs> no, no. They bought like a, some sort of a. CrossFit? Yeah. Some, I don't know it's it is. a weird
0: way to come out of the closet.
1: <laughs> I don't know what it is. So, but he works most of the time in, in England and yeah. then comes back to his fucking gym, I guess. So, you
0: guys live in that madhouse. Where was that? In Toronto? Yeah, I was on, on Keele Street.
1: Um,. It was just horrifying. I would what are
0: you paying a month? Three hundred?
1: Yeah, it was it was three hundred each. And um oh my god, it was just it couldn't there was always uh, cats getting fucked, you know. Oh, yeah. Non stop <laughs> Non-stop. Non-stop. Nonstop Nonstop. So Rob is a joke. <laughs> Rob is a big joke about Cat's getting fucked. And we all got lots of material from living in this place, but yeah, it was horrifying. It's like Fight Club. Yeah.
0: You know, but that's, you get a bunch of comics together. They're, they're rejects. Yeah. And they've all come together. So you get a bunch of rejects living together. It's always a mental, mental place. A lot of fun. Yeah. It's completely filthy all the right. time. You know, you try to keep, there's very few comedians that I've lived with who were tidy, but, uh, yeah, the only were...
1: rule we only had one rule that you weren't allowed to answer the door.
0: <laughs> you weren't allowed to no, answer
1: because no, we would have like collectors and collections. That oh, we, really? We weren't paying, we weren't paying for high. So you had we to call
0: ahead for... and book an appointment, like some high end dental office. Well,
1: I remember people would come over, you know, who because Meyerhawk would just give his room out all the time to people. Yeah, you know, because he would never. Yeah, because it's a rat's nest. And so people would be knocking on the door, and we would we would just be sitting there playing video games, and they would we live here. Hello, my stuff's in there, and I got a gig. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. I remember La came. La Sean La was such a funny comment. And Sean Proudlove was already there, and Sean Proudlove uh, sent an ounce in the mail for us before he got there. Mail? You know, weed gift. across Canada? Yeah, yeah. We, we sent it to Brian Hatt, but added, added the third T. Oh, it was a typo? Well, just I don't know, it's so stupid, but Brian. Oh, that was a
0: misdirection, <laughs> an extra T. Yeah. No wonder. Yeah, and then when
1: Lacomber came, we called fucking him... fucking
0: oh, narco's <laughs> over here. We just had another T, so we we're gonna be fine.
1: We <laughs> called Brian old, or we called Lacomber old no ounce because he didn't bring an ounce, and we just shat all over old no ounce all day and just said the meanest things to him, made him clean the house and do all the stuff because he didn't bring any weed.
0: He never showed up with weed. Yeah. How rude.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was a fucked up house, man. And the squirrels would fight above me. They'd fight above you? Because they live right above... Oh, man, like I would hear the... They the rented wars. a room in the <laughs> attic. Wars. They ran the house. A couple man. up there beating his wife. Oh, fuck. It was... It was... Uh, I, I wouldn't be able to... Like, the, 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 but they'd be fighting. Oh, yeah, man. The, <laughs> Cats are fucking... Cats are fucking... And squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> Squirrels were, squirrels were uh, fighting, and cats were fucking. Those were the best of days, man.
0: Yeah, you laugh your ass off. Well, yeah, we're gonna fuck some shit up this weekend, and uh, so come down to the show if yeah. you're in Toronto, yeah, or an hour drive within, and uh,
1: yeah, it's gonna be great. Great to watch a headline, man. It's gonna be really fun. It's been a while. Yeah,
0: it's been a while, and uh, Toronto's always been good to me. So uh,
1: it's a fun club.
0: Do You got uh, some things you want to plug. Do you got uh, where can people get a hold oh, of you? Instagram, uh, one, I got Twitter. One,
1: uh, one thing to plug. I have a a web series that uh, we, oh, haven't, yeah. we haven't like officially released it yet or anything, but it's 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 a, people can see it. I, I'm waiting for the ninth episode to be up and done before I we do the, the promotion. release date. Yeah, yeah. But it's up. It's uh it's called Who Is Jimmy the Bag, and so it's it's uh it's at Jimmy the Bag dot com, mm-hmm. and uh, we have eight episodes up there right now, um, but we haven't done the big release or anything like that. Cool. And I just play um. The big like a, a UCLA does a contest to see who's the biggest douchebag in the whole world, but you can't be famous and you can't be a politician. And I win the um, so I, I'm the biggest douchebag. Kevin Fox is second. Oh great! And uh, and then it's just this uh, guy trying to figure out you know who the biggest douchebag in the whole world is. And I'm just like a, a gambler, and it's basically um, just me, but a little worse, a little more homophobic, and a little more sexist, and. Um, but, yeah, the the filmmaker wanted to do a, a, a series about the biggest douchebag in the whole world, and he wanted me to play it. And I was like, well, how do you want me to talk? And he's like, oh, just how you talk? And then well, how, what do you want me to dress? And he's like, oh, just how you dress? Well,
0: that's cool. <laughs> but, but then you're not, like, you can focus more internally on the character, and you know that the makeup and costuming, if the acting is shit, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, I, I learned so much from this one because... Um, Anytime I did anything silly, I would stop.
0: Because you tend to gravitate towards things that you're comfortable with.
1: But yeah, but I, but I realized when anything would work, it was so real and legitimate. And then mm-hmm. if you got silly or jokey, what would, would doesn't work? Yeah, it doesn't. It's not believable. No. So it did really help me figure out when I do act. It, you know, just to make it as real as possible, and don't be shticky and fucking silly yeah. and doing gags and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people see right through that; they know it's bullshit. Yeah, and it's it,
0: you're not Mister Bean. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but that's cool. Well,
1: you don't need to be in on the joke. No. No, and that's when the problem I used to have with acting was I was always, you know, in on it, like being being funny, being the joke, being silly.
0: Yes, you got to kind of work within the scene. Yeah. in that character.
1: And let the joke just reveal itself. I have nothing to do... You have nothing, you know...
0: You reveal it yourself. Yeah. That's what I say every time I go to the uh, proctologist. You get my pants down and reveal it.
1: I still haven't gone before.
0: I haven't gone, but my dentist... Well, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show, Sam. Thanks for
1: having me. Thanks for having me, man.
0: And uh, can people reach you? you have com or... Uh, yeah, dot .org. Dot .org, cool. Yeah. And... Um, Come down to Yuck Now, fuck you. Stay home and kill yourself. Bye. Safe word, safe word!
1: Safe word, safe word! Don't kiss me on the mouth. Don't ask if you're hurting me. And if you hear the safe word, stop what you're doing immediately. Do you have pantyhose?
0: <laughs>